Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secrets Behind the Music Business. I'm your host, Barry Victor, and today we have with us a very special guest who is a singer, songwriter, evangelist, and author, Ms. Jacqueline Carr. Welcome, Jalen. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you being here, and I'm looking forward to getting a lot of wisdom and knowledge from you today. But before I jump into the questions, first I'd like to get a background of who you are and how you got involved in the music business. Yeah, sure. Um, I started off singing at the age of five years old and um, actually thought that singing was all that I was going to do. And then by the age of 13, God began to speak to me and he said, there's more that I require of you. You are to evangelize. And so ever since then, I've been traveling the world, preaching and singing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And at the age of 15, God allowed me to release my first hit single and album, Greater is Coming. And then from there, it's going to happen. The Life Project, which you're big is upon then of course recently you will win um recently just released the full album which you will win is upon entitled one nation under god and then i'm an author now and so i just released my first book entitled uh you will win as well so um god has allowed me to uh accomplish a lot of major things thus far uh within a short period of time definitely a short period of time i'm, I'm so proud of you to see you at 20 years old doing so many amazing things being an author thank you being a successful artist is very inspirational so congratulations to you on that thank you so much no problem so how do you actually pronounce the name of your label my label is Lungi Al Music Group. What it is, is my, my siblings and I, all of our name within one name. Uh, Lon is, yes, Lon is my sister, Alundria, and of course, me, Jay, and um, my brother, Alan Jr., so Lungi Al Music Group. Lungi Al, okay. Now, how did the idea of putting out your own record label instead of trying to uh go through a, a major record label come about was that something that you guys intended on doing or was it just like oh i'm not getting enough major label interest so we're just going to do it this way well, my father, he has always had a vision, even before um, the world knew who Jacqueline Carr was, to, um, you know, have our own label. And we just believe God that God will use us uh, to do amazing things. And that's what he's done thus far. Um, you know, independent label and, and just just being able to just do the things that God has caused us to be able to do. And, and, and it just it's it we're grateful. And so my father had the vision. And so um, we definitely ran with it. And now um, we're able to just t share the testimony that despite what is being said, it is it is possible for you to do it, especially if it's something that God has given you. He's going to give you not only the vision, but the provision and the instructions on how to do it. Right. Now, did your father have a background in the music industry before? <laughs> he did not. Uh, well, he played a little bit, um, but, um, you know, he kind of got all of his, his teaching and, and God really um, just really instructed him every step of the way when God told him that it was time for for me to, you know, do what he's called me to do. And I think I was about seven years old. And, um, uh, you know, he's just really been listening to the voice of God. And so ever since then, and he still does, you know, and it's paying off. That's incredible. I mean, not a lot of people get that, that great of luck to be able to jump in it without the, um, just the background and still come out successful. So that's just a, a testament to your faith and belief and staying persistent and consistent. So, 
I love to hear that story. Yes, absolutely. Now, I know your album was number one on the gospel charts and your single reached some number one spots as well. What kind of work or strategy goes into making it happen? Um, well, I would say for me, um, I thank God that um, he has given me an incredible team. My father, mm-hmm. who is my manager and take, takes care of all of the business. And I think that um, it helps when you have the right people on your team, people that believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself, if not more. You know, people who's willing to, because to you, this is this is your baby. This mm-hmm. is what, you know, this is your what who God has called you to be. And so you need those people who can complement what you have been um, called to do. And so having the right team and having the right people in my corner supporting me and pushing me, taking care of the business um, uh, so that I can do be out front and do what I love to do. I think that's what helped it, helped it as well. And then, of course, the favor of God, the grace of God being appointed, because um, none of it would have been so if God's hands was not in it or appointed. Did you have to go outside and pick different people or was everybody around you like the whole team was it family and close friends well thankfully my father um he's actually over you know making sure that I have the right people on my team you know and 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 he has definitely has my best interest of at heart as you can tell that but um he's actually over that you know making sure that we have the right people on the Jacqueline Carr team mm-hmm Now, as an independent artist, what are some of the tools that you and your team use to help you stay successful? Well, one thing that we always remember is that um, nothing is just going to happen for you. You definitely have to work for it. You have to put in your time and your effort if you want to see it um, become your reality. And then, of course, making sure that we are staying focused on our assignment. You know, there's so much that will go on around us and things that uh, negativity at that, you know, that will be said and done. But it's only to pull you down from off of your wall and and stop you from completing what you're supposed to be doing and so you definitely have to stay focused you have to have a will to want to be great and want to be successful successful in life because you can know you have the potential but don't have the will to make that potential you know activate that potential and so um i think those are some of the things that we've learned and then of course making sure that we are surrounded by the right people you don't need everybody in your corner you just need the right people um um, that, that people that are help hold you accountable, that'll help you protect your anointing, that'll help you, you know, make sure that you are staying on the right path because that's help. That that helps um, because you don't want to get in a place that God has called you to and, you know, become successful and you lose that place due to you know, not knowing how to handle it, you know, making sure, you know, that you are doing everything in your will to uh, protect that which God has given you. And so those are some of the main things that we held on to um to make sure that we are becoming successful uh especially in the independent route Mm -hmm. now what do you consider your assignment to be as you mentioned because i know um shamika was telling me about how this album was a call to uh unite people you know regardless of age race gender religion like all of those things yes so what do you consider your assignment 
Well, I believe my assignment is really getting people to see themselves that they were created to be. You were born to be great. You were born to be successful. It's just all about you tapping into it and making sure that you have the right components, whether it be those people that can help push you into your destiny. Um, and so, and then of course, also helping you to understand that it can be done without you having to compromise, without you, you know, um, having to do crazy things, risking your character and all of that is important that people really know and understand that if it's meant for you to be successful it's going to happen you just do your part you work your dream you believe in yourself even if um, no one else believes you push yourself and you say I'm because this is a vision that I have a dream that I've been given by God I believe that he's going to uh, make it my reality and so um, that's what I believe my assignment is and then you know even spreading that on the album and you know of course just really crossing and breaking through barriers and and helping us understand that we need each other and that we can support each other so because we all have one thing in common is that we're all reaching people to help people and so that's what this album is all about and then of course in response we receive victory that's why you get the song you will win and mm-hmm. all the declarations that i have on the album as well right and when you talk about not having to change your character, how do you deal with those moments or what um, approaches do you take when things are thrown your way and people want you to do certain things or act certain way? Or maybe you should put these type of pictures up on your social media or maybe you should say this type of stuff in your music. How do you or you and your team approach those situations to make sure that you're staying true to yourself? Well, one thing you have to understand is that um, people will always have suggestions and, you know, things that they feel like they see. But you have to, at the end of the day, do what's best for you. If it's if it's not helping you, if it's not going to help you grow, and if it's not going to um, cause a, a positive impact, then it's not something that you want to be a part of. You know, how you handle that is be like, thank you, I'll get back with you. Or, you know, you can do it in, in a nice way. But, um, you know, you don't want to risk who you are and your positive impact um, because of um, uh, certain because people have different opinions and it comes from different places. So that's too why you have to be, make that final decision and do what is best for you. Right. Because I know people talk about, you know, sacrifices and we all make sacrifices. And I'm sure you made some, but not the type of sacrifices where people feel like they're sacrificing their character. You may sacrifice time and energy. Yes. Right. Those type of things. So, you know, can you just speak to that a little bit about what things you've had to sacrifice in order to become successful? You know, whether it's practicing being diligent or hard working. Yes. All of those things that you just named out, uh, sacrifice, of course, sleep and, you know, and time and just all of these different things. But I, we knew, my family knew that God was not going to allow us to sacrifice anything and then bag it up with a reward. And I think that's the blessing uh, when it comes to us, those who want to be successful and great in life. Yes, at the beginning, you may feel like you're putting out a lot but you better believe that it is worth it and your sacrifice is going a long way. 
today. You're investing in your future. You're investing in what it is that you believe that you're supposed to be doing in life. And so because we held on to that um, and, you know, we're living in we're living in the reality of what God has uh, the dreams that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And so when you, what age did you say you started? Was it like five or seven? I started singing at the age of five years old and really started um, being, uh, doing it um, at the age of seven years old. Okay. I wanted to touch on that because I know a lot of people in this industry, they think for some reason that these people just have these success stories overnight, but you, you, you know, 13, 15 years in the game, you know, and they might Mm -hmm. not see that. And so what would you say to a person who's, you know, they've been trying and they feel like they just haven't broken through yet? Yeah. Well, one thing I want you to, it's interesting you said that because it's actually a chapter in my um, my book, You Will Win, that's speaking about that patience to win. But I do want to say to those who are in that place where you feel like you are sacrificing and you feel like you are doing all the right things, but nothing is happening for you. I want you to know that God knows when is your time and he knows exactly where to place you because he says that he's going to make your name great. It's just all about you trusting in in him and in that place that you're in is called a waiting place and that is the place where he's making you and he's equipping you for where he's taking you to so that once he push you push you out there is going to be so successful that is even beyond your comprehension and so don't it's change your perspective on how you look at it look at it as this is the time where God is making me he's prepping me because I believe that he's getting ready to use me to do some amazing things and remember God's word does not change if he spoke it he's going to bring it to pass it's just all of all within his timing Mm -hmm. has this always been your perspective or did you have moments where you were in doubt that's really pretty much been my perspective. Now, I'm not saying you won't get discouraged or you won't feel like, you know, um, you won't make it. But uh, at the end of the day, you, you have that moment and then you get back up again and you and you change how you view things. Because what the enemy wants to do is he want to play on that place because he knows he knows that you've been waiting. He knows that you've been in that place. And so he you try to use that against you. But you take it. And, and you use it against the enemy and declare, no, again, this is the place where God is making me. And I'm going to keep pushing, keep fighting, keep sowing, keep believing until I reach the full manifestation of where I'm supposed to be. Nice, nice. I love it. Now, when it comes to marketing and advertising, how do you make sure that you're in the right places to get noticed and receive the opportunity that you have without that major label backing? Well, thankfully, um, on my end, I don't really have to handle that. Uh, My dad, my manager, my team, they handle all of that for me. So that'll be a question that you'll definitely have to ask them. But, um, you know, all I do, I show up (laughs) and I do and I do what I do. Right. Everybody has their part. Just making sure you execute what you're supposed to do. Okay. Right. (laughs) All right. Now, I know you do have the book as well. So how does your book relate to the album? Yes, well, the book actually the book um, was in the makings uh, for about two to three years. 
and that was before um, we started working on the album. But, you know, I just wanted to really release a message to people to help them see themselves as champions that they were born to be. You don't have to become a winner. You was born a winner. And so really getting people to understand that you were born to overcome whatever obstacle that you may be facing in your life. And so, um, you know, that's what this book is all about. I didn't want to just give you this song. I want to give you how to's how can I win how can I overcome and in this book you get information that you can apply to your everyday life whether it be your health your dreams um you know even when it comes down to social media there's just a lot and a lot of a lot of tweakings we don't necessarily have to do in the spirit some things that tweakings we can do in the natural to make sure that we are on that winning path and so that's what this book is all about and it's relatable to just about any situation that you are um, in at any moment of your life. Okay. Now I know it has the the same title as um, one of the songs. Was did you actually name the song after the book, or was it just like this song has to be titled that for a reason? Because the name of the book is "You Will Win," right? Yes, the name of the book is "You Will Win." The song was actually named after the book, of course. Um, God gave my dad the um, the song, and that was actually the last song from the album that we. Because listen, when we lock things in, we lock it in, and so we were actually done with all of the songs. We started rehearsing, but God was like, "No, there's one more that I need to give you," and that was the song "You Will Win." So basically, we wanted to give people the declaration, something they can play in their atmosphere and then of course give them the information that as they're planted in their atmosphere they do apply the right information to their lives so that the word they're speaking becomes their reality right right i hear you talk about that a lot because i, I watch some of the interviews as well and you talk a lot about just speaking words because in the beginning yeah. god spoke words and then it was the, mm-hmm. is that what you when you're creating is that the idea that you have when you like, I want to say this in the music because I want to create this in the world and put this in the atmosphere. Is that how you craft your lyrics? Absolutely. You know, when you uh, do your history on um, Jekyll and Carl, when it comes to my music, my message has always been the same. And in my music, I really want, because, you know, of course I preach, but I may not go everywhere to preach, but my music is being played all across the world, you know, different radios and all of that. And so I wanted to give people substance, even in my music, so that they can still get that message and that it can really get embedded in them. And so that's what, you know, how my writing process is when it comes to my music and the lyrics and all of that, making sure that they get they have something they can hold on to um, and just really make them think and not only think, but make them change for the better. Yeah, and I imagine you can reach so many more people because music is the universal language. So yes, how yes. are you received when like have you traveled to other countries or have you just been like touring in the states? I travel to um, quite a few islands, and believe it, I get a lot of uh, invitations from um, foreign countries, uh, the UK, from you know, Africa, all of these different places. Uh, but in God's timing, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, cross over into that. But of course, uh, travel the U.S. the U.S. every week, um, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right. 
Now, for gospel artists specifically, like what organizations or communities should an aspiring gospel artist be a part of or look to for advice if they want to be successful in the music business? Are there some that you came up under or just like certain groups or organizations that you were a part of that helped you network or get certain show opportunities? You know what? Honestly, I didn't. I didn't um, have any organizations. This was an all-God situation. Um, God fixed it to where only he could, you know, get the glory. And, um, you know, I don't know why he set it up like that, but, you know, I'm grateful. And and uh, so um, I would say it's sort of the networking part. I feel like networking is, is important. Um, again, you want to make sure that you have the right team, right people, um, to make sure that you're in the right places and all of that good stuff. But as far as me, I didn't really have an organization uh, to be a part of. You know, this was all God. It was all all favor and grace type of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, I mean, not like a specific organization that you were a part of, but say like, um, like music business type of organizations or societies, like, you know, where where you doing like ASCAP expos and things like that or oh um those type of things well I know that I was invited to sing at uh different ASCAP events and all of that good stuff so yes um we are part of ASCAP and BMI oh okay cool cool now after your faith in God most definitely what seems to be the the next biggest contributing factor to your success um, I think for the most part, having the right people, um, around me, um, you know, there's nothing like being connected and surrounded by people who has your best interests at heart to the point to where, um, you know, they hold you accountable or they, you know, just support you and they motivate you. They believe in you, even if they may not understand at that moment, they still believe in you, you know, um, and, and that's been my main support system from day one has been my family, mom, dad, my siblings. And, um, you know, it's just been an amazing, amazing feeling. Um, and, and so I think that's that's what has really uh, helped me, you know, as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, taking taking the independent route and like everybody not having a background within the music business, what are some things that you guys had to learn along the way in order to help make sure that you were like covering all the bases of whether it's like social media or, you know, distribution did it take a while mm -hmm. for these things to come into place or was everybody kind of like they knew what it was and then they got to work on it and, and it just worked for you? Well, that'll probably have to be a question that you ask my father oh, okay. <laughs> because he does have, he does handle that part. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can say there's been a lot of growth. There's been, it, and, and I will say too, um, after God, you know, elevated me and, and just was like, okay, now it's time. You're ready. It was just like a smooth transition um, with dis distribution, all of that. I mean, from all of the albums, we, of course, we've been on our own label, um, but, you know, distributed by different 
different labels. But um, as far as the business wise, um, this def I will say you definitely want to make sure that you know your business and um, you read um, and and all of that. Don't be so anxious to jump out, even if it's something that you don't understand. You know, you respond with "I'll get back with you." You know, you know, you not you don't want to be rushed into something because anytime you have to be rushed into something, it's got to be something to it anyway. Right. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you're handling your business correctly and properly. Yeah, I feel like if somebody has your best interest and they'll give you time to think about it and say, instead of saying you have 24 hours. Right. And they want you bad enough. They'll wait on. You. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of sense. So do you do you plan on in the future partnering with the major label or what is your um, your outlook on being independent would you encourage others to stay independent or would you say it's all based on your preference yeah i think it's all based on um your what it is that you're supposed to be doing because just because this was my route that does not mean this is someone else's route you know and so i think it's just all about you um understanding what it is that god wants you to do because whatever he has for you to do that's what's going to determine your smooth transitions you know if you choose to operate in you know what he wants you to do so i think it depends on what it is that god wants you to do okay now being a, around the business and maybe seeing other artists you know come up or or maybe even fall off are there certain things that you've noticed in terms of attributes that help people become successful or you know stay relevant in terms of just being in the business because I want I'm, what I'm trying to get at is like share w with people what they need to be doing you know or at least think about doing yeah I think um <clears throat> people love consistency um whether it be in your music <clears throat> you never want to especially in your music you never want to drop the ball each assignment each album each song should uh single you should be going higher and higher and so um you definitely want to be consistent with that be consistent with your um um your good character and just just being humble and um making sure that you are uh touchable you know you're reachable where people really feel like um family you know uh but for the most part we love and then also we love to see results so whatever you're singing about whatever you're de declaring we like to see the result because you know you there's a lot of people who will be drawn by what you're saying alone but then you have some who will be drawn by the reality of what you're saying mm -hmm. and so um they they like we like to see that and so that's those are some of the things that we've learned and that we see um thus far and that we've been graced to be able to keep up with thus far now, when you talk about being reachable and touchable, to me, that just translates to the word engaging. Are you very engaging when people leave you comments on Instagram and other social media platforms? Absolutely. Um, because when you think about it, we are uh, chosen to really be a blessing to people, not just on stage, but off stage as well. And so to be able to um encourage and inspire those even when you know they come in and ask questions and all of that I think is a beautiful thing and so I get that all the time where people are asking questions and especially when it comes to their purpose and things like that and so being able to show them um 
the love of God, even through my social media, is a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. And do you actually uh, get to see the aftermath of that? Like when you have these conversations or people. Oh, yes. You, like, oh, I appreciate it when you told me this or you gave me those words. It changed my life. Yes, I get it all the time. And, you know, it just it just really inspires me to hear the testimonies of others of how my ministry has been a blessing to them. It, it motivates and encourages me as well. Yeah, I'm sure that's rewarding work all the time. Yes. <laughs> Now, for someone who wants to um, follow in your footsteps and go the independent route, what type of team do you feel like someone should have in terms of, uh, I know you said you have a lot of people around you, but what's necessary for somebody who isn't blessed to have everything that you have at this moment? I think that you definitely want to, um, uh, because it's important that you have, you're surrounded by people who's willing to work and uh, work like you will work, if not more. And not only that, but who has your your ministry, your career, your purpose um, within his best best interest. And so I think it's important that, you know, when it comes to choosing people that you really take a moment and um, you, you um, basically you select with care, carefulness. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who will want to help, but are they, are they the people to help? So it's important that you make sure, again, that you are taking it easy and that you are waiting people out and you really do your proper research before you bring them upon your team. Mm-hmm, to make sure that character is there and that work. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, are there like specific types of people that you would say in terms of should you have a manager first or should you have a lawyer first? Do you need a videographer first? (laughs) Do you need to have your wardrobe stylist first? What do you think is necessary at this point? I think you need to get the the business part down pack first before you go get into the the, all the wardrobe because that'll come, you know, (laughs) so you need to get the business down first. Okay. All right. Now. Aside from the business stuff, just you, just purely as an artist, what are some things that you do to make sure that you're always advancing your craft? Are you rehearsing all the time? Are you taking vocal lessons? Are you doing songwriting classes? What does it look like for somebody who wants to become the best at what they do? I definitely make sure um, when I can that I'm doing, uh, I'm exercising my vocal cords and all of that, especially with all of the traveling that I do and most importantly getting my rest in and mm-hmm. staying hydrated as well mm-hmm. can you talk yeah, about but- that a, a little bit in terms of rest because um a lot of people you know nowadays they have this thing of oh you grind we don't sleep you know we don't take breaks <laughs> is that real you know because you're actually doing this work well here's the thing you know we're not robots and so you have to make sure that you are taking care of your health because if your health is failing, uh, it's impossible for you to do what you do. And so, uh, you know, when you're someone like myself who's on the road all the time, you have to get your rest in. You have to basically make time for it. When you're on the plane, you have to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. making sure that you are uh, cutting that time out for that. Because a lot of times when you're running and running and running, it's very difficult for you to find a bit, you know, get in the bed, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, so you have to get it in when you can, when you're riding on a plane and all of that good stuff. Yeah, it's not something you can take for granted anymore. Now it's like you got to actually make time for it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Now, being a public figure, how do you adjust to having your life not being as private as it once was before? Like, was it an easy transition or do you still have to work or fight through the public opinions? Because I know you said you're engaging in social media, but sometimes people don't always say the nicest things. So what's your advice for people mm-hmm. who might currently be dealing with that or struggling with it? Well, you know, I don't really get caught up in, in the negativity. Um, a lot of times you see it, but for me, I see it, but I don't see it. Um, and a lot of it is not not to make you uh, sit down, you know, on who, you, on who you are and what you're doing. A lot of it should make you, should catapult you. It should motivate you. You know, what do I need to fix? And, and, and you know, just make you better, growing and maturing character-wise and, you know, all of that good stuff. So you definitely have to, uh, it, it's good when you can change your perspective of how you look at it as well. Okay. Now, my last and final question what is the legacy that you see for Lungiao? Do you guys plan on becoming a huge record label where you're signing a bunch of different artists from all different genres? Or do you want to keep it like more boutique style and just focus on one specific genre? Right now, that's the area that we are in and what we believe that we're supposed to be doing, just keeping it locked right here. Um, I don't know what the future holds, whatever, whatever God says, but as for now, this is where he wants us. And so we're going to continue to do that and, and it's working and we're prospering in it. Yes, you definitely are. And, you know, I, I wish you much more continued success. You're already doing wonderful things. So before we get out of here, do you have anything that you just want to tell people in terms of inspiration or maybe answer some questions that I didn't ask or that I didn't put out there that you think is important for people pursuing this career to know? Yeah, definitely. I would say um, because you will see a lot, you will go a lot. But at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you don't lose focus and lose sight of your assignment and making sure that you continue to remind yourself that you have been blessed and chosen by God so that you can inspire and bless others. It's not about us, but it's all about uh, making sure the people of God receive Jesus and make sure that, again, that Jesus is at the center of what you're doing. And, and don't be don't don't get caught up in the hype just because someone else is doing that doing it that does not mean you have to do it you do what God has called you to do and you're going to prosper in your season and in your time as well mm, I, I love that the, the part about the seasons because sometimes we have this uh we're impatient because we don't know when things are going to happen, but everything yes. has a season, you know. So I it does. And and I think we have to understand that everybody at some point has to go through the waiting place season, mm-hmm. the place where, you know, you're wondering, God, basically God is, I think I shared that before, God is making you, you're wondering why you're doing everything, you have the right components, but nothing is happening. It's because God is preserving you for your season. He knows when it's your time, and so you just have to wait uh, for the timing of God, because when he, when he does release you, it is going to be an amazing experience. Right, right, and just trusting it in your assignment. I think, I think that's yeah. one of the key words that you were saying, just assignment. You got to know what your assignment is, not what everybody yes. else's is and what it looks right. like. So just mm-hmm. listening for your own assignment. I like that. Yes. So uh, before we leave, can you just let people know where they can find you at social media, email? How can they get in contact with you if they want to reach out to you? Absolutely. You can pick up my new album, One Nation Under God, via iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, as well as Walmart, Target and Best Buy. 
and of course my other music there as well and then you can also uh, pick up my new book you will win at amazon.com as well as barnes and noble follow me on all of my social media at jekaylyn Carr. j-e-k-a-l-y-n-c-a-r-r again j-e-k-a-l-y-n-c-a-r-r that's right. You got to spell it twice. Make sure they get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and you sharing your story with us. We definitely uh, look forward to hearing more of your music and watching you continue to grow. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. God bless. God bless you, too. Have a good evening. You, too. Bye-bye.